Comedy LOL Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Terrible Podcast. Here is our offshoot again, Ask Ashley, where I'm going to be doing a reading for someone um, in my friend and family group. So I have with me Mari. Mari, say hi. Hello. Um, Mari is a friend of mine. She works with my husband, and she was so nice to come and do this reading with me. Um, Mari, do you know anything about the tarot? I really don't. I have had one, one reading while being driven in like an Uber and it was like a very a very quick reading and it was a horrible reading and I was like this is what tarot is so I really don't have any history with it was the reading being done by the driver uh no there was just a <laughs> random man in the car who was like I'll do your tarot for you I'm like this is a five minute ride but okay all right, so then I will give you kind of a brief background um, and then tell you like what is today going to look like. So the tarot deck we're using is the Rider Waite tarot deck, which is kind of the generic deck that everyone starts off with using. Um, and it's divided into a major arcana and a minor arcana. The major arcana, they call them trump cards. I... I necessarily don't want to use that word, but so those are kind of like, think of like your ideal cards, right? So they have like certain names to them and it's different ideals or strengths that people can think of. Um, and then you have the minor arcana, which is similar to a deck of cards. So you've got four suits and just like in a deck of cards, you have your numbers one through 10 and different than a normal playing deck of cards, there's four uh, nobility cards in that those suits. So you've got a page, you've got a knight, king and queen. Um, and the combination of the major arcana and the minor arcana make up the tarot deck. Um, if you have quite a few major arcana cards in your reading, it's kind of a showing of you being on the right path, or at least that's what it's supposed to represent. Oh, wow. All right. So um, let's hope for some of those cards. <laughs> I think it's so sweet because you really don't even know what you're looking at right now. I have no idea. I'm looking at some of these cards and I'm actually afraid. So um, I had her pick out five cards. We're doing a career-focused reading for her today. And we've got two cards, kind of like two columns on the side. So the cards are going to be uh, vertically, one on top of the other, and then on the other side, one on top of the other. And then the fifth card is kind of joining the two, kind of making a little arc. Um, and I'll post a picture on her Instagram about what her spread looks like. Now, Again, she doesn't really know anything about the cards, but you actually have three major arcana cards here in your reading. Oh, wait, so, that's the good ones. Yes. Um, Whoa. I literally never get those in my readings. Um, so it always makes me feel like, my, why am I not on the right path here? What am I doing wrong? Whoa. So you've got three of them here, and it's going to be uh, the Wheel of Fortune, the Devil, and Justice. And if you want to know more about what the devil card actually represents, we actually talked about it in our first podcast. But the first thing that Mari said when she saw that card was like, oh my gosh, this can't be good. Um, and we kind of broke down some of those misconceptions um, in our first podcast. So let's get into our reading here. We're going to start off with the number one card in your reading. It was the card you chose first. And it's actually the seven of cups. So I'm going to pick this up. Mari, I want you to look at it. And then what I want you to do is just tell me what you think it means. Because one of the main things of tarot is kind of your own interpretation. There is literally no right or wrong. So just based on what you're looking at there, tell me what do you see? What do you think it means? And then I'll give you kind of what my interpretation was. 
I immediately think of Indiana Jones and um, him looking at the chalices and picking which one is the correct chalice. And, you know, in this one, I'm seeing a snake. I'm seeing something that looks like a dragon inside of it. I'm seeing like a wreath, um, jewels, a a tower sort of thing. And um, a head and, oh, this is a person. Okay, I thought it was like a blanket, (laughs) a glowing blanket is what I saw. But I think it's a person. Underneath, oh, is it a ghost? <gasps> it's a glowing ghost is what I see. Um, but not like a menacing ghost. It's like a kid in a ghost outfit being like, ooh, I'm ready for Halloween. <laughs> All right. So if I'm looking at the card, right, um, what I think is so interesting is that you brought up Indiana Jones. Um, and I just recently saw those movies for the first time just a couple oh, years ago. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but in that scene, right, there is one specific chalice that he's looking for. Um, and I'm actually going to interpret this card differently. So whereas you're saying like he's looking to maybe try and find the right one, um, I'm going to interpret it as there is no right one. And I I mean, I do know you. um, So I kind of, the way I was able to interpret this, this card is technically supposed to be talking about your current work situation. And I'm using this um, to represent you wearing many different hats. You kind of have many different facets to what you're doing. So as opposed to someone who's an accountant and going into work every single day and kind of doing accountant things, you can every day be doing a different job. And there's all these different possibilities of things you can do. And even though it doesn't look like it, the way I'm interpreting this one, notice that the man standing here is not holding any of these cups. So kind of I'm just thinking of just juggling, doing all of these different things. Um, so what I had down for, um, you're not holding them. You're wearing many different hats. There's plenty of choices here for you of things that you can do, but potentially one of the downfalls of that is not having enough time to do all of the different things that you have going on. Yo, I just got (laughs) chills because that is so reflective of my headspace and my brain space and and everything that's going on with work. Well, just wait, hold on one second because this is literally going to blow your mind. Um, So then I was like, okay, well, I often look up like, what do other people think of the interpretation of this card? And so obviously we're doing a career focused one and what someone referenced in terms of career, it says um, internet jobs. No way. And I said, so what I have down here is you're looking for answers on the internet or you have an internet job, which I know that you do. Um, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Right, I told you this is gonna be perfect for you, this whole reading, so no worries, right? We're just gonna get through it all together. Now, all right, now I also made a note about the number seven here. Um, In numerology, and especially like Christian numerology, the number seven is considered a perfect number. It's like a culmination of, uh, you got three and you've got four. Um, so I wrote down that you are analytical, you're perceptive, and you're really honestly made to excel, um, which obviously you want to surround wow. yourself with somebody like that, right? Wow. And you're definitely someone then that's also interested in more analytical things as opposed to emotional things. So like math and science. For sure. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Go STEM. <laughs> All right. So that was your number one card. That was your current work situation. I feel like we kind of talked about a little bit of uh, where you are right now. I thought it was kind of spot on. Um, let's go to our number two card here, which is going to be directly horizontally across from that, which is your first major arcana card, which is the wheel of fortune. All right. So Mari, take a look at that one. Tell me what your thoughts are. Um, I'm seeing, uh, four, four, um, animals with wings that are all in the corners. Um, actually I'm seeing 
also like a like a devil looking guy, but he looks really nice. You know, he looks his butt cheeks on this little like like Atlas looking thing in the in the in the middle. Um, I don't know how to interpret this other than this is like the wheel, and it can go in many different ways. I like that all these winged creatures are reading. That's cool. That to me <laughs> makes me think of like, you know, being a lifelong like. Uh, uh, wanting to educate yourself and grow and all these things in your life. Um, yeah. And these look like runes. Are these runes in the middle? There were different this? symbols, yeah. Interesting. All right, so um, this is actually representing what are your new uh, job opportunities, sources of income, possibilities, opportunities that are coming up for you, um, and what a great card. So the Wheel of Fortune can obviously go one of two ways. You can either have a really great outcome, right? Or you can have something that maybe not is not the best outcome, but you're definitely going to learn from it. Um, but yours is all great. So, oh my gosh. So, so this is what I have down here for, you know, the notes I wrote down for this. I said, moving up in the world and getting what you want or kind of following what your life's purpose actually is. So it's like, you're on the right path. And if you're not, you know, directly on that path, you're going to get onto that path. And I love that you made the comment about all of these, these, creatures writing because it's actually representing for me divine prearrangement so it's like what you're doing has already been written so whereas you think there's like a free will there it's kind of like you're doing what you were destined to do oh is- this is powerful <laughs> i just want to like walk out the door and start working immediately <laughs> and so i think there's often you know questions like i said with you know um any opportunity of is this going to work out is it not going to work out but things are definitely going to work out the way that they should and it's going to be in a positive way and i've said that the best is yet to come for you wow so whereas you might feel like i've done all these things already it's definitely like moving on moving up um i said doing what you were born to do and letting nature take its course but for somebody like me, and I think maybe someone like you, the problem with that is kind of sometimes there's a control aspect there and kind of knowing that you need to let go a little bit and just mm-hmm. kind of let things happen as opposed to you can't control everything. For sure. And just going back to your first card, you're trying to do all these different things. And if you're trying to control all these different things, a lot of times something falls down, right? Um So that's how I interpreted it. I also want to take a look at the number at the top of the card, which is 10. Um, And that is a great number. So the Wheel of Fortune being a 10 card is awesome because I wrote down that 10 is an independent person with enormous potential. So obviously you already kind of see that, right? And 10 in in terms of the minor arcana cards is the completion of of a cycle, right? So it's the highest number that you can get. So you can see why as a person, if we're saying that you're a 10, well, you know, like if someone is a looks wise, a 10, right? It's like, well, you can't get any higher than that. But in terms of skill, if you're a 10, then it's like, oh, I'm like really good at these things. So um, you're going to excel at what you're supposed to be excelling at in these opportunities. It's not going to be something where you're like, I don't really know anything about this. It's like, oh, I got this. I'm going to be awesome. And and you're going to be able to do whatever you want to do on your own terms. So kind of yeah, taking control. <laughs> Damn, you can't tell what I'm doing right now, but I just like set up a little bit higher in my chair. This is like getting like an adult um, report card and it's like, oh, you got straight A's this semester. Good job. And you're like, really? And I think often sometimes you're like, there's always that confusion of like, am I doing the right thing? You know, and then you kind of hear it. And literally like you picked these cards. 
And like, what a great represent- representation of you as a person. Oh my God. All right, so we're going to move on to card three here. This is the card you were worried about. So it's the card directly above your first card, which was the seven of cups. And this card is your second major arcana card in your reading. And it's the devil. All right, so sure is. Yeah, take a look at it. What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, honestly, my first thought when I think of the devil is Satan from uh, South Park, who is one of my favorite characters. Because, you know, I mean, he's kind of a kooky character. Um, Let's see. The devil is um, perched on top of what looks like a door. There's a man and a woman um, who are, like, chained to each other. I have no idea how to interpret this for myself. It looks like the devil is lording over these two, and they don't seem to have, like, an ability to escape. Um, and they both have tails. Oh, one is on fire. (laughs) The other one is like berries. (laughs) So we talked about in our first podcast, kind of what does this card represent? Um, and a lot of people have these preconceived notions. If this card comes up in a reading that, oh my gosh, like, is this bad? Is this evil? And it's just kind of taking it and looking at it and saying, how does this apply to my life? I'm not saying that you're a bad or evil person. For me, honestly, I wish that there wasn't titles on some of these cards because that gives these ideas to people. Mm. And if you see the devil card come up, you're like, oh, great. When really that's not, it doesn't mean what you think it means. Um, So if I'm looking at this, you did make the observation about the two people and notice that they do have chains around their neck, but they're not tight, right? So they could technically take them off at any time. So this card is representing in your reading opportunities for you to consider. This does not mean that you're going to be chained up or, or anything like that. Honestly, the way that I interpreted this for you was being overly ambitious and kind of tethering yourself to too many different things and then kind of being enslaved to having to carry all those things out or being responsible to all of You're them. You're good. <laughs> You're good, man. I feel like I need to go take a lap somewhere. Oh, man. So I said that if you're focusing on those kinds of things, you know, material things or getting more power or getting more, you know, a higher title or a promotion or things like that, it's going to weigh you down. Um, and if you notice that the, the devil itself or the figure that's representing that does have wings, right? So you could leave. You could leave those situations, but you need to make sure that you're at least recognizing like, hey, this isn't going to be the best thing for me. This Mm -hmm. is too many things. I also wrote down that I would focus then because this is supposed to be opportunities to consider not tying yourself down to too many things. And I said a career move with computers or technology. So I know obviously you're interested in that kind of stuff. Um, Technology is I mean, everyone is interested in technology now because mm-hmm. we use it all the time, right? Sure. So um, just kind of being aware of that and then, you know, going back to the Wheel of Fortune, you're going to be doing the right thing anyway. So just making sure you're not tethering yourself to too many different things That's here. so interesting. All right. That's so cool. <laughs> all right, now we're going to move on to our fourth card in your reading, which was the card directly above the Wheel of Fortune. And this is the Ace of Swords. So take a look at that one. Tell me what your thoughts are. This one in terms of, visual uh visualizing it and looking at it it's not as busy as the ones we've looked at so far right yeah no this looks like it's by a different artist um i see mountains on the bottom of the card and then a giant hand like coming out of the clouds like something that is uh you know like like un it's just like not of this world uh wielding a a sword and it's got a crown on top um Ace of Swords. I mean, it looks like a real, uh, like like a justified sword, or it's not. It's not a sword that is meant for 
I don't know, like hurt. It's meant for, I don't know, if 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 it can if a sword can be wielded for peace or for good, that's what it looks like to me. It's very heavenly mm-hmm. because it's not on the ground and it's kind of floating there. You do have that crown, which for some people could represent kind of like a higher class of humans, but I'm going to take it to represent kind of a higher being, right? Um, so... I'm going to, the way I interpreted this card for you, it, it well, let's go back. It's supposed to talk about how these new opportunities are going to benefit you as a person. So why should I be looking out for these new opportunities? What are they going to get me? Which I think kind of sounds a little like egocentric there, but you know what I mean? Um, so I said it's success and victory. Um, so again, this whole reading is like so positive. I'm like, can I be Mari? <laughs> it's like, she sounds like she has all these opportunities and things coming to her. Um, <laughs> So it's making the right decision and kind of cutting through confusion, right? So even though the background is gray, right? And if I'm looking at the cups card, the background is blue, which would be like a blue sky. Mm -hmm. The sword is standing out so prominently there, which shows to me like you're cutting through kind of all of that gray and that confusion and like that bullshit for lack of a better term. Um, And it's being held very strong, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like it's going to fall anywhere. And I said, it's, you're actually seeing what's going on. You'll be able to make those observations and seeing what's actually going on and what's going to be best for you and making a decision based on that. I said it's mental energy to create new opportunities. Now, the great thing about a one card is if I go back to the Wheel of Fortune, in numerology, you, you don't normally have uh, two digits. Um, you normally look for just a single digit. So it's a culmination or adding up of all of the different numbers. So 10, a one and a zero, would equal a one, mm. right? And so this card was directly above that card. And that's the same number. It's a one. It's the ace of swords. Oh, wow. And so I'm saying that the ace of swords is obviously a very like um, individual focused. So there's not two, not saying that you're not going to be working with other people, but it's going to be making decisions for yourself. And it's kind of a solitary, you are going to be promoting yourself and moving up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um And I also said it's you being the brains behind a project, which I know a lot of times now you're like the face of the project as opposed to like the brains behind it. But I want to say that this is giving you that opportunity to be that that other side of the the coin there and being like the person who comes up with it and implements the plans and develops all those things and was able to create something that somebody else could potentially be the face of or you could be the face of. Um, and you did point out the mountains on the bottom. And I would say for me, the mountains are representing that journey, right? Not everything is going to be a perfect level playing field. How fun is that, right? You do want to go all the way up. Like think of like a story, the climax is the top of the mountain. And then you just kind of, you revel in those successes and then you build up to another new project. So it's not one mountain there. And again, showing you that you've got lots of projects you could be working on. And it's always going to be like a up to the top. And again, there's no like, I'm going to fall backwards. They're always going to go up. You're going to succeed and then you'll, you know, revel in that success and then start something new. Find another mountain. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is All so right. powerful. <laughs> All right. And so let's go to our last card here, which is our last major arcana card. And it's the top um, kind of joining our two columns together here. It's the uh, 11th card in our major arcana and it's the justice card. All right. So take a look at that. Tell me what your thoughts are. I see. I think this is a man. I think it's a man um, who is wearing a cape. It looks like a Japanese flag in the middle of his cape. I'm pretty sure it's not because this man is definitely not Japanese. Um, (laughs) uh, He's uh, holding a sword in the right hand and a um, scale um, on 
in, with his left hand, and it's a justice card. I th- think it's it's him weighing um, his decisions. I think that's what it means. All right. Now, I'm but looking at the card, and no, I love li- listening to what people think of when they see these things and kind of how they interpret them because I obviously have my own interpretation and it kind of helps me be like, okay, I think I was on the right track here. Um, so I love that you pointed out that it's a male. I hate going along with like, um, genderized views of things. Mm. Um, but a lot of times, so because this was created, um, in a time that there were those kind of genderized views of things. Um, if I'm looking at this and I'm seeing it and saying it's a man, which normally when we think of a justice, we'll think of being a woman, Mm -hmm. right? So if we're going to say that it's a man, I'm going to go along with it being more analytical as opposed to being emotion driven. And so that's actually is what I wrote down. I said, making decisions, not on emotions and being, um, more analytical and thinking more of like that left side of the brain of like, what do I want to do? That's right for me. And emotionally it might be a hard decision to make. And I think a lot of times people want to make uh, career driven decisions based on their heart. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it ends up not being the right decision for them in the long run. Um, but I said that this is, you're doing what's right based on doing what is right, not on your emotions, more of what's in your head. Um, again, you've got that sword. So if I'm looking at this, he's holding the sword up, right? It's not even down. It's like, I am ready for anything that comes. Mm. And then I'm taking the scale here to be as a balance. So if I want to say it's, uh, you know, emotions and kind of that logical side, it's nice and balanced. There's not one over the other, which shows that you're not going to be like, Oh, I'm just going to, you know, go from the gut here. Um, I said, it's a cause and effect card. So again, going back to just kind of a culmination. This card is supposed to be the outcome of the entire reading. Kind of, you know what you're supposed to be doing. It's been predestined for you, if you believe in that. Um, and kind of everything is set up the way it's supposed to for you and just kind of letting it happen. The causes are already there. Everything is building up to it. Just let that effect happen. I said, things work out based on work, the work that you put in. So as opposed to just saying like, I'm just going to let this happen. You know, fingers crossed, I'll be the CEO of a company. Unfortunately, I think that a lot of people, younger people especially, kind of don't want to put the work in initially. And they're like, I just want to make a million dollars. Like, well, right. people want to. Um, you got to <laughs> put the work in first. Got to grind. And I, the last line that I have down here in terms of like my overall outcome for your reading was no one can stop you other than you. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and it goes back to that devil card because yes. it's like the, the I got to fight my own demons and, and you, it's in me. Right. And you, it, you know, you're literally set up for success. So, um, get out of my way. (laughs) Exactly. Get out of your own way and let things happen. And you obviously, you have the talent, you have the possibilities that are coming to you and the the possibilities and potential there, just kind of letting it all flow out so you can rise to whatever it is that you're predestined to do. I got to tell you, I wish that this was my career reading. Um, Every time I do a career focused reading, I do a card of the day reading where every day I just pick out a card and I'm like, what is today going to look like for me? So I can just kind of reflect on it and see how it applies to me throughout the day. And it's most of the time work focused um, because for me, I think there's a lot of questions there, but every card that I pick out, it's always like a struggle card. It's always like, oh, great. When is this going to be over? And you got this reading and it's like, Wow, it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to succeed, so. <laughs> hey, part of the journey, right? Yes. And you know what? You put in the work. I know you, and I know that you kind of always are willing to put in the work and make the connections and set yourself up for success, so it it couldn't come to a more deserving person. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's incredible. Like, I feel like this reading is 
only going to solidify the next moves that I make because it's now in my head, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you've, you've incepted this sort of like notion that I'm on the right track. Yes. And it's incredible how powerful that is because I'm the type of person that like, I like half believe this stuff, right? Yes. But I know that reading horoscopes as a young person shaped who I became because I, I know that I like looked up what a Scorpio's uh, personality traits are. Oh my gosh, I'm a water sign too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I know that the qualities that I lacked, I latched onto, you know, like the really like powerful qualities of the Scorpio in order mm-hmm. to make up for it. And I became that person that a horoscope said that I should be. Mm-hmm. And so in some ways I feel like it really shaped who I became. Or were you that person no matter what, whether you read it or not? I don't know. I don't think I was. I don't think I was that person. I think I made myself become that person. I really do. Yeah, I mean, so I would always say when I'm talking about like tarot card readings, you know, there is this misconception of like, is it fortune telling? I always use it as a way of like, just reflection. Mm-hmm. And again, now that you said it's in your head. So when things are happening, just kind of thinking back to it and being like, hmm, oh, okay. Just kind of always going back to that thought of like, well, this is something that they mentioned. I always try not to be super duper specific. So I wouldn't say like, you are going to get asked by right. know, like Mrs. Fields cookies to do an <laughs> advertisement. Like I would never say something that specific because then you're going to be missing all these other potential opportunities that are presenting themselves because you're focusing solely on that right, one. Right. And then that's changing the course of your life, right? The changing that path that you're on. So by keeping it kind of specific but vague it just keeps you open to all of those possibilities Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's how I use it and that's kind of how I do all of my readings I'm so happy though that you're here to do this reading today how hopefully inspiring for you very inspiring for me and I can't can't wait to see what's next um Mari do you have any additional last questions um Like, is it recommended that if there are big life changes in your life that's already happening, are those good times to to do tarot cards or... Or is it like when you have questions about your life? I think you can do it for both. Like I said, I do it even every single day. So it it helps me with my practice, but it also just helps me to see a pattern. Um, For me, I think that life, and I was a history major, history, everything is just a series of patterns repeating over and over again. And so that kind of helps you if you kind of have that in your mind of, I've done these readings at these particular points in time. What keeps kind of showing up? What consistently seems to be something I'm said I've been told to focus on or would present itself to me? Then you can kind of recognize those things a little bit easier. Um, and if there is a major decision, being like, I think that this is the right way to go, but it's not going to hurt you, right, to pull anything. Again, I would go stay away from anyone that gets too specific with you because there's probably something there that. I wouldn't trust. Right. Um, it's probably Mrs. Fields right. giving me the tarot card reading. <laughs> so um, for me, I don't think that there is a bad time to do it or a right time to do it. Um, normally, I feel like people are like, okay, when can I do my next reading? Right. And it's right. like, well, I mean, for your, like, we did a career focus reading for you today. I don't see how it would be different for you tomorrow. Right. So I would do a different reading or maybe revisiting kind of this in a month or two months or six months and seeing like, where have I progressed and those kinds of things. Um, but I don't think there's a right or wrong time. It's so interesting. It's so cool. I mean, I, I won't get into the specifics, but like I made a big uh, career decision a week ago mm-hmm. and it was something that like I knew 
in my in like it was the best thing for me is what I knew, but um, it was a difficult decision. Mm-hmm. And, but I knew that it was the right one, and just to I don't know, just having something like this to solidify that is like really cool. Right, and then it kind of gives you that closure that you need because there's always for any decision there's always that question mark of like, well, what if I went down that other path, right? Mm-hmm. That like sliding door question. Um, and for me, I'm somebody that always kind of reflects back and like, but what if I did something else? Right. But what is that going to accomplish besides me getting more and more paranoid uh, about where I am right now? Um, Mari, thank you so much for coming and being here. I'd love to do another reading for you in a little bit. You know, either we can do a general reading or, you know, I know that you're super happy in your relationship, so we don't need to do that. (laughs) But we can revisit this and we will have a new podcast out every Tuesday with me and Brandon. And then I will be doing my Ask Ashley series every Thursday. Thanks for listening and hopefully you'll listen on Tuesday. Bye. Comedy LOL Podcast Network.